You think you know me. and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the kingdom. And if you're listening live, then you are entering the realm of the Kings of the Rings podcast. We cover it all from WWE to NXT, past, present, and of course, the future. Join us every week as we break down a sport we all love to hate. You know it, you love it, and we got it. Every week, we are joined by the host, the founder, the proprietor, the vision. It's me, it's me, it's Willie T. Chuck Effin Palumbo. Oh, did you even watch Raw? Did you even watch Raw? Macho, macho madness. Yeah, commentary. Oh, yeah. We're going to WCW, McMahon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. You know who I am, but you don't. No, I'm here. Ayo. And joining him every week, new to the show, is the man, the one, the only, the insane Dave999 Malkovich. I wear a Kalisto luchador mask to raise. Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Boom. I was a shield guy. And together, we form the Kings of the Rings podcast, where you name a ring, and we will sure as hell become the king. Because it's time. We're the kings. Oh, it's time. Of the rings. It's kings of the rings. Time. everyone to the 28th 7th whatever episode of the kings of the rings podcast we are back one more week closer to wrestlemania you guys get the fuck out of here right now because you don't know anything about wrestling That. I know. John Cena. And and that that is our illustrious fans. That oh boy. No no I I'm I'm gonna keep I'm totally keeping that in there. So. We are back another week of the Kings of the Rings podcast. One week closer to the Roblox, which means we're one week closer to WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year. Let's do it. Let's do it. Dave, you did not like that, but I don't know. If the audio sounded good, I might keep it. Uh, I don't think the audio is going to be good. Hello. You know, 
didn't sound that bad. We're keeping it in there. This is the King's Wings Podcast. I'm your host, Will Tarashuk, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. Of course, I am joined by Fergal, and by Fergal, I mean David Malkovich. David, speak to the people. It's going to be a long week. It's going to be a long show. It's hot as balls. It's confined. We have Chuck Palumbo going up and down our streets. Let's talk some wrestling. Let's talk some shit. T-O-T-R underscore podcast. And let's just get into it. Because John Cena, ba-ba-da-ba, ba-ba-da-ba. Officially not wrestling at WrestleMania. It's a tough day to swallow that because John Cena has been a part of... Yeah, when was the last time John Cena missed a WrestleMania? The, the better way to look at it as uh, after the Undertaker law of uh, the streak, the next wrestler who had the longest streak was John Cena. But that was with WrestleMania appearances, not wins. AKA, first off, the streak will never be matched. And on top of that, what do you do without John Cena at your biggest show? But you had him at the announcement. WrestleMania 33 is officially going to be at the new and improved Citrus Bowl. Same place where WrestleMania 19 was held. We all remember how that went. Yeah, going going back to Florida, it's weird because they, they were literally just there not too long ago. What was it, 20... Yeah, it was in Miami. 20, oh, 28, 20, so Florida, it was Orlando. In Miami, uh, 28. Eight. Because, uh. And 29 was New York. Yeah. Yep. And then we know how I went from there. But, I mean, the Citrus Bowl is. It's a historic stadium, and it's even better now. And, I mean, you know, I don't blame, I don't blame them, especially with the rumors coming, uh. Coming about that they might, um, be. Getting ready to set up shop a physical uh, WWE Hall of Fame, uh, possibly um, in Universal Studios at the old uh, TNA stomping grounds, <laughs> possibly even at the uh, NBA spot on CityWalk. Where, wherever it is, that is a place I'm going to have to go to because an actual WWE Hall of Fame building is something I think fans have been maybe not begging for, but something that fans the, have pretty much wanted the, for a while. They, but they have been begging for it just because, like, all the other sports, you have a physical spot where you know you can see, you can see the greats. You can, you can be a part of history, so to say. And I mean, wrestling has been a what, regardless, has been a part of everyone's lives for a while now. Yeah. Love it or hate it. And love it or hate it, it's not going anywhere. But let's let's get into what's actual, what's going on today. What happened the other night? Uh, that was Monday Night Raw on our way to Roadblock, the, I guess, the, the most cliche pay-per-view name or special event name you can have on the road to WrestleMania since Fastlane. Well, what, is with, what is with these silly names? Well, I mean... We're to Vengeance, Dave! We're to No Way Out! I, 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 I do miss those, but I, do, I have noticed, I think, that WWE is going to be starting to cut back on the number of pay-per-views per year. However... As they cut those out, I think they're going to have some more of these 
other events like Roadblock so as to help build up better storylines for the pay-per-views so it's not thrown down our throats every three, four weeks, which I do like. But, I mean, I don't know what to think of Roadblock because do we really think Dean Ambrose is going to be Triple H? Now, I, I would love for him to be Triple H. This, this seems kind of just like a throwaway. Um, it seems like they just don't want to go five or six weeks. They don't want to go a whole month without having an event. I don't think they're going to cut back on pay-per-views. I think it's going to keep adding more. Um, we saw it last summer um, with Elimination Chamber in May, and then a few weeks later was Payback, and a few weeks after that was like summer, uh, pretty much close to SummerSlam. You need you need these bigger breaks, but even though it is pretty exciting, Roman Reigns is off TV, Dean Ambrose is getting that Austin-style push for now, uh, Lesnar's off TV. Here's the thing. You have so many guys going into Mania who are part-timers for your main event, so they can't just not have them there and not do anything, so they put this little roadblock thing in as a little sideshow. I mean, none of these matches are really pushing towards Mania too much. Like, not directly, at least. Well, I mean, also, you know, for, for a while, we were all talking about how it was looking like the Wyatt family was going to do something with Lesnar. Well, we're going to get a little piece of that at Roadblock. It's going to be silly. It's going it, to suck. Like, this literally came out of nowhere. They literally just threw it on Raw. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, Brock Lesnar's fighting uh, D, uh, Bray Wyatt at, at Roadblock. But the thing I'm, I also predict, I think we're going to see in Dean Ambrose versus Triple H, I think we're going to see Brock Lesnar's involvement, Bray Wyatt's involvement, and I think down the road we might see a uh, program between uh, the Wyatt family and Triple H. Yeah, that whole that whole thing last night at the end of Raw with Bray Wyatt just looking at the belt and just like stroking it, that was creepy. But it was a good creepy. It was just like, oh, he has some depth. He has some character. He actually wants something. Bray Wyatt's doing something, but he still has no directions toward Mania. What do you? Th- I don't, I don't see anything for him at Mania. Honestly, uh, I, I currently don't either. I think we're not going to get any semblance of an idea until Roadblock. That's why I'm really thinking that there he's going to be involved in potentially both those matches. Yeah. Like, don't forget the Dean Ambrose uh, Brock Lesnar one is a no-holds-barred street fight. So, there will definitely be involvement in that. And then... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's possible. Um, I don't know, but Ambrose, what Ambrose is doing now is huge. It's very big, and it's going to push forward to uh, this Lesnar match, which is also going to be big, because no, he's not going to win. Obviously, he's going to lose. He's going to put on a killer match. And I, I also see Roman Reigns coming back at Roadblock. I also see Roman Reigns coming back at Roadblock, and I also see him getting booed out of the building. I mean, it's going to be interesting, because... He's obviously going to come back with vengeance for Triple H. You know, support his brother. But who knows? We could also start seeing the uh, seeds being planted for a feud between Ambrose and Reigns down the road. Because Ambrose has had to hold his own. And in the meantime, he's he's starting to get that taste for, you know, the championship. Yeah, he's, he's he smells the blood in the water. And he's going for it. I'm going to pull up this card. And see if I can actually find the right one. Um, uh, Vaseline, Royal Rumble. All right. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, 
Triple H, Dean Ambrose, whatever a title. Yeah, we talked about that. Brock Lesnar, Bray Wyatt, we'll talk about that. Uh, New Day versus Sheamus and King Barrett for whatever reason. Uh, well, uh, the, they've been unofficially like pushing a new, the New Day and League of Nations into a feud. Like I don't see how it's going to work because I, I think the League of Nations whole thing is completely boring. It, it's basically buried now. But the thing is, you there aren't any viable teams right now until possible call-up of Endzone cast, the yeah. debut of the uh, <coughs> Balor Club, Bulletproof. I'm not sure what moniker they're going to be using. If you remember a few weeks ago when I predicted, predicted WrestleMania, I guess looking now pretty poorly, um, I did say Enzo and Cass would come up and take on the New Day and even take the titles from them, which would be huge because New Day's had these belts for 200-some-odd days. Um, they're still doing well with them and they're still entertaining, but they could use a little spice in this tag team division. I, I agree. I mean, it, it, it's funny because... Even though they're getting boring, they're still they're still over with the crowd. Yeah. Like they they still are over with the crowd, and that that's a big thing. It it really is. Once you have the crowd on your side, the you have the world at your fingertips. AK Roman Reigns doesn't have any of that. No. But I mean, it, it's interesting. Like I don't see the ta- the tag titles changing at Roadblock, uh, changing hands. However, I. That could uh, lead to a, um, you know, at least the beginnings of a idea for the tag team division for Mania. Who knows? Tag team turmoil. It's I brought that up last week. Tag team turmoil is still uh could still be on the table. Yeah, for sure. But uh, let's let's go back to Raw. We'll get more on the tag team um when we talk about that match, that incredible match they had on Raw. Uh, but Raw kicked off with Shane O'Mac. I still, Yo, those kicks. I still, I still love the music. Every time I hear it, I still love. I'm just gonna play it right now because I fucking love it so much. Love the music, love the kicks, love the promo. Um, I loved the gong. Oh my god, I thought Undertaker was coming out. I love the gong, and then you just hear Vince's music. I'm just like, oh my god, he is, is trolling. Vince McMahon is the guilty, the best troll in WWE because he's done, he's done that play like you know someone's music and him he comes out and then he has that shit eating grin on his face like that billion dollar grin like gotcha gotcha it was so perfect in every way shape and form it was this money. money and here comes the money okay okay actually back to business shane shane cut a very good promo um i thought it was fine for what it was I loved Vince coming out. I loved him saying what he was. I loved the line. Um, my greatest creation, as in The Undertaker, is going to destroy my biggest disappointment, as in Shane. Um, the picture, smashing the picture, it's 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 great seeing Shane talk shit about his father and then Vince come out and just spew it right back. Because maybe not to this extent, but we all, we all can understand and reference fighting with our family. Absolutely. Except ours are great, and I mean that's that's one thing you do get when you bring the McMahons in for a, a storyline. But 
they still need to get this information across because Shane has no ill will towards Undertaker or vice versa. There is no reasoning why Undertaker would be fighting this match for Vince yet. They need to get some sort of semblance unless the reason why they're not doing that is because Shane will end up not wrestling at Mania and he'll have somebody wrestling in proxy. No, I still see him fighting. Uh, I, so do I. But... Um, especially because they had security come down. Um, they had the indie wrestlers from Chicago, whatever, uh, get beaten up. It, that was the whole segment was to show that these guys don't like each other, obviously, and that Shane is still like in ring shape. He knows like jujitsu or whatever the hell he was doing. Um, he'll be fine, honestly. I, I I do believe Shane's gonna wrestle, especially now that Cena is definitely not. Um, he's gonna put on. I think he's just gonna pull all the stops and. Be the Shane McMahon we all know and love. And, and it's going to be trash cans. Uh, and I mean, also, uh, Mick Foley was announced that he's going to be uh, coming to TV to start a program for Mania. So who knows? Foley could be a guest referee. Uh, Ooh. A special guest referee. Do you imagine? And, and don't forget, Foley has, bad, has history with McMahon. So Foley could kind of like, you know... Maybe be in Shane's corner. Something like that. Like, there's still a lot we don't know with, like, you know, these appearances. Because Austin's going to make an appearance. Rock's going to make an appearance and stuff. But the thing is, the only thing I could see Mick Foley getting involved in right now would be the Hell in the Cell. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be involved at Mania. I think he's just really coming to Raw this pr- to promote the match and just say, well, Mick Foley always does. He comes in, it's the most dangerous structure. Like, it took my ear, it took my, my, my life, my career, yada, yada, yada. Just build up the match. Maybe anything, he'll talk to Shane back. Shane, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. It's going to be one of those things. I, I was, like, reading, like, multiple articles from multiple sources, and some of these sources are, like, the ones who have made, like, these correct predictions about like um you know the wrestlers uh being shipped to WWE but, but multiple sources are talking about him coming on Monday and starting a like getting involved in a program like again just like an appearance to promote like a, a program like being a part of a match somehow I I just I don't see it how is Mick Foley like relevance anymore at all except for hell in a cell just to talk about it and promote it like he's done in the past so many different times but i guess that's neither here nor there god i'm trying to say your sayings that's neither here nor there and i guess we'll just see next week um because next on the card we had kevin owens in a terrific match with neville um these two have amazing chemistry we saw it a little bit back in nxt um we saw neville back in nxt last week great match with finn balor where do you see Neville going? Because well, do you think his days on the main roster are kind of not numbered, but he might float back and forth between uh, NXT? Uh, uh, definitely not numbered. I do think he's going to be doing double duty. And the only reason for that is because I think he's going to I think he's going to kind of be one of those uh bridge builders. Like he's gonna feud, like start feuds with NXT people who are going to be like the next to come to the main roster. But he's so good. Neville is he, so he, good. He, he should have a title on him. 
Not even uh, maybe, maybe he, not. If, if anything, he should be starting a program with Kalisto and uh, do something with the United States Championship. Yes, um, him and Kalisto would be an excellent match. I was thinking that while I was watching this match with Raw, I'm like on Raw, I was saying he would be a good match with Kalisto. But the problem is, um, the two of them are not the best on the mic. And every time Kalisto gets on the mic, he has to mention Rey Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero or some other luchador. Because um, Kalisto's not necessarily his own person, which is a big problem. But, I mean, the thing is, it doesn't have to be one of those, like, programs with a lot of, like, the mic work. Uh, you know how there's been all the talk <clears throat> with, like, you know, a multi-man match for the Intercontinental Championship... If anything, I think you should have a multi-man match for the United States Championship. As, a, as, a, as opposed to the Intercontinental. Because yeah. as we saw on Monday Night Raw, uh, Sami Zayn, back. Um, so Dave, you you, call, you called that one. I didn't think it would happen. I didn't think he was going to do double duty between Nakamura and I guess WrestleMania. But it's looking like it. It's looking like, um, would you at this at this stage prefer... Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, one on one, or do you prefer like AJ Styles and Chris Jericho getting this mix as well? Um. Well, regardless of whether it's them one on one right now or one on one later, that's gonna happen. Uh. I think for Mania, I think it should be it should involve uh Jericho and Styles too. Yeah. I really do, just because like they've been involved like since uh styles debuted and stuff they've already been kind of like you know hinted at being involved in the intercontinental fray you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and it's just here's here's the thing about this um kevin owens Sami Zayn would be amazing they both deserve it with all the work they've done this past year or so but another chris jericho aj styles one-on-one -on -one match it's boring that, that's also part of the reason why... But also, they, don't... They blew their load. They already did this... No, they no, already no. did this match three times. Once on Raw, is fine. Jericho got the win back, and then it fast lane. Now, yeah, sure, Jericho's a heel. Yeah. It's gonna be a different style of match, different loop to the match, but we've already seen this match three times in a month. I do agree with you. However, don't forget, Chris Jericho will... I will always consider him one of the best heels. Agreed. And the thing is, like, he's able to do things, like, completely different from each other based on whether he's a face, a tweener, or a heel. Agreed. So the thing is, a, a singles match between them, it it would be something new. Because don't forget, then when Jericho's a heel, he'll also fight dirty. Yeah. So then you have to think maybe a no disqualifications match. But... The thing is, you all right? The fans are already kind of done with that, especially because they know that Jericho is not going to be staying long after Mania. Mm -hmm. So that's why I am thinking, pot, like, you have high hopes. I do, I, I guess. <laughs> I I do have high hopes, but I mean, let's let's say that it becomes a fatal four away for the. I see though. That would be crazy. The only thing is, I can't think of how those two would get in the blend. Unless, like, next week 
or something like I don't know. Kevin Owens is in a match against AJ Styles for whatever reason, or it's a tag team match. Well, who knows? You could see Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. Yeah, it's a tag team match, and then there's the program, which would be fine. I think the four of them would be would be great, but you want to in this intercon, you want this belt to make a new star at the end of Mania, and if, if that, you, Jericho. If that's, the, if that's the case, then. Then you put the title on Sami Zayn. But, see, here's the thing. A one-on-one match, Kevin Owens with Sami Zayn, yeah, Sami Zayn gets the belt. He's a star immediately. It's an amazing well, feud. Sami Zayn is already a star. I know, but he's also cemented as a star, and that belt gets elevated. But a fatal four-way would, I think, Sami Zayn would kind of fall in the back, in the, in, he'd kind of fall in the back, the back scenes. And I think AJ Styles would get the belt. Again, he's a star, but at the expense of, of Sami Zayn. Here's the problem with this big picture overall. WWE wants to create two stars in AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. Granted, the stars are ready, but they want him just to be elevated that little bit more as a WWE star, not just a global star. In this situation, if they're in the IC belt, or even if they're not in the IC belt, you can't make them both stars, which is my biggest problem with this. I, I mean, I do agree with you, and... You know, we both know the way WWE thinks. It will probably end up coming down to Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Cause, like, don't forget who put him on, who put Sami Zayn on the show. Yep. Like it, it was Kevin Owens. And you know when there's a title involved, you, you know Sami Zayn's gonna get that t- get the title involved. You also know this program's gonna be a long one. Yeah. So, with what you said, because I, I do agree with you, they're not they're not gonna succeed in making two stars in one match, like I just said. So, it will most likely be Chris Jericho, um, AJ Styles in a singles match. I think it'll be a it'll be a uh, match with stipulations between Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens because uh, they've already had matches uh, that uh, have ended in disqualification. Yeah, and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have wrestled each other for years. Their chemistry is remarkable. You watch old El Generico and Kevin Steen matches; it's something you've never seen before. Oh, absolutely. Um, and th- these two would put on a better match than the four of those guys combined. I think it's a better story, too. It's a better story for Sami Zayn to come in, win that belt. It's almost like a, it's like a Daniel Bryan story. Sami Zayn has that, like, will, with the, and that could have that connection with the fans where he has that Daniel Bryan pop. I mean, it, like, it, it was kind of funny because the... Pop that Sami Zayn got, it's almost as if he never left. Yeah. And the thing is, that a lot of times that that's the fallback. They had, they had, you know, good rapport with the fans, but when they come back, it's just not there anymore. Yeah. Here's here's something WWE did very well uh, on Raw in general. They played to the crowd. 
like very very well they know chicago is a big wrestling um city which is which is why vince came out with the gong which is why Sami Zayn came out which is why kevin owens and neville put on an incredible match because they knew the crowd would eat it up they ate it up that's why they put dean ambrose with bray wyatt and they put on a good match that's why they put the new day with y2aj and that's why jericho hit three cold breakers and put a shirt in his mouth because the crowd ate that shit up and it was good television because, on the road to WrestleMania, which is exactly I mean, what you need. In all honesty, any show that takes place in Chicago always is a amazing show. Yeah, they step because, it up. Because of the town itself. Like, I mean, don't forget, years ago, Money in the Bank, you, you remember, you remember yeah. fucking CM Punk taking that belt, blowing the kiss, running what? Like, there... There are city. There are these cities that just produce phenomenal shows, and that it will get to that later in the best of the rest. But Sami Zayn has unfinished business with Kevin Owens, and it's like kind of crazy. Like I never thought I would actually be right with my prediction doing double duty, because like Shinsuke Nakamura, like. He, he's a he's a legend in his own his own grouping yeah. and I mean it's almost it's almost as if like Sami Zayn's got passing like the like one of the the, torches the, of, the, of NXT the, the face of NXT torch yeah because <laughs> I mean barely any of these like Fans really know Nakamura unless you watch indies and stuff? I don't really know who he is either. I've and, seen, like, one or two of his matches. I just know the name, and I know what he looks like. And the thing is, like, I'm, al- I'm already, like, having conversations with casual wrestling fans about how stoked they are for Nakamura. Which is great. And then don't forget, they now also have Austin Aries down in next. Yeah, which we'll also get into that later. We'll get we'll get into a solid NXT talk so, later. So like, it's I'm glad that Sami Zayn's finally coming up because don't forget, before the injury, like he was starting to come up because he took part in uh, John Cena's United States Open, yeah, Open uh, Championship Challenge, and that was in Canada too. Oh my God, yeah. he did that in Canada. Yeah, Bret Hart introduced him. Yeah, and, and if and the thing is, it, it was going well, and you remember how that ended. And he got hurt. Yeah. Well, injuries happen. And that's just what happens. But uh, let's talk about the uh, the tag team match. Um, New Day was very well, very good. I like how they cut the promo. Uh, Jericho's music cut him off. That was good. Again, kind of like a play on the crowd because the crowd didn't really get to chant at New Day that much. Uh, match itself was good. Big E looked great. Uh, Big E, man. He is he is the shining star of the new day. He, he definitely is, which like always brings me like to really question. You know, technically he wasn't the one that founded uh, that stable. It was, Kofi Kingston founded that stable. Yeah, yeah, it was Kofi. Yeah, and it's just like a lot of people even forget that um, Big E was NXT champion. Yeah, like the. It, I'm not saying, like, down the road, like, he's not going to, you know, move up, but... He should. Uh, once... This New Day... This New Day... New Day... I'm not saying New Day should break up anytime soon, but once they do, uh, Big E needs a push. It, I mean, it doesn't even have to so much be a breakup. Even maybe once the, um... 
uh, titles are off them. You could have Xavier Woods and Kofi like work more as a tag team. Then you can start by um getting a uh, big involved in one of the uh single titles. Yeah. And then like you know the ti- those titles are like the Intercontinental title is really starting to come back to the way it used to be as like a stepping stone. Yeah. Even even him and and a US title, him and him and Kalisto could have good matches. He could have I feel like Big E is a guy who's finding his craft. He's he's always had the in-ring work. And he's tweaked it, which is good, but he's finding his character. Yeah, he's it, he's it, finding it, his inner E. He he sucked on the mic at first and then they made him like, you know, uh AJ AJ Lee's, like, you know, um, bodyguard and stuff. And then, like, you know, they minimally started, you know, moving him onto the mic. But once they paired him with Kofi, who, you know, has gone through his own tenure with finding his character. And, I mean, Xavier Woods in TNA, when he was Consequences Creed with Jay Lethal as Lethal Consequences, that that was legendary because both of them were just fire on the mic. And then they... Moved like cruiserweights, but they had strength like heavyweights. Yeah. So, like, uh, they don't exactly have to break up, but you could, you know, have them start... Kind of like how the Shield started doing, um, you know, two of them tag team, one of them title. They don't have to break up. Yeah, that's true. Especially because they're one of the highest merch sellers in the WWE shop. Really? Yeah, yo, and they just released mad nice merchandise, dude. Yeah, they uh, uh, I'll show you it later. Yo, the the they release a lot of new merchandise. <sighs> Interesting. But um, no, I don't like, really, I don't really buy. Well, I I say I don't buy merch as I'm wearing a Suplex City yeah. shirt. Uh, the one time that I'm not wearing one, a piece of my merch, I'm wearing my uh Rhino shirt that says "Keep Rhinos Horny," which uh raises money to uh establish a rhinoceros sanctuary because they are uh on the extinction list but um no uh, i just recently bought, i get it uh, some uh merchandise i got my uh balor club worldwide uh beanie and shirt that mcmahon mugshot shirt 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 oh my god that was good. I almost bought it. I almost bought one, but I was like, nah, this, people aren't going to get it. But, people just aren't going to get it. As awesome as it is, people just aren't going to uh, get it. Uh, I felt the same thing. However, the one day I wore it, they're just like, is that his mugshot from Brooklyn? I'm like, yeah, bro. They're like, yo, that's a dope shirt. But my favorite piece of uh, merchandise I have is the Degeneration X Suck It football jersey. Neither here nor there. With the number 69 because... Why not? Because why not? Um, but, um, let's, talk the, let's talk the heel turn. Uh, man, even though I knew it was coming, I still loved it. I still love Chris Jericho turning heel. Chris Jericho might be my favorite heel of all time. Honestly, because he went he went from that pandering smiley face. He has put that he has put that mean bitch face on in that that scowl in the yelling and the obnoxiousness. It, it, it's kind of also funny because you know they established like you know yo so like are we like Y two AJ and it just kind of like clicked and shit and like I mean normally when you uh, name a tag team. They're, they're going to be attacking yeah. for a little bit. That was that was another thing, too. They came out with the shirts. 
They came out with shirts on. I was thinking, oh no, these guys are not going to win the belts. These guys, oh, okay. Okay, again, again, trolling the fans. And it was perfect. You say Vince is out of touch. No, 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 no. Look at this raw. Vince is just lazy. Vince is not out of touch. He's just lazy. Like, some of the best trolling I've seen as long as I've been a fan, is has actually been in the past, like, two, three years. I'm not gonna lie. I bet he loves it. Honestly, that those CM Punk chants to Vince filled with hate. The player haters ball. But, it, but it, even the craziest thing, like, you, you just brought up, like, CM Punk and Vince McMahon. Like, another thing, like, have you've noticed the product as a whole has been getting edgier. Yeah. Yeah, Vince, like, Vince even went on a tirade, and they hope to God they don't have to beep of anything on live or delay Vince said fuck yeah and the thing is like there's blood so I think the rest of this road to Wrestlemania is going to be paved with blood sweat tears and attitude it's gonna be reminiscent of all that I don't know how long it's going to stay like that but you Enjoy. want to know what? They're putting the asses in the seats. And that's all that matters. Blood, sweat, tears, and attitude. I really like that. That's good. Because, like, and I'm going to ride the wave and enjoy it because blood, sweat, tears, and attitude is what the WWE needs right now. And it's what we're getting. It basically comes off to me like they're making the product while it's still obviously family friendly. They're bringing back those aspects that we like and those before us like. And today is March 10th. Uh, so let's see. That is 21, 22. WrestleMania is in 24 days. Yeah, 23, 24 days. Um, it's, it's just to go off. Um, another thing I really like on Raw... Uh, the backstage segments, uh, Renee, Renee Young's interview with Jericho, him, just, again, angry bitch face, healed Jericho, and also the one with Kalisto. Kalisto had a, you know, a match, whatever match it was, um, with Tyler Breeze, a match he needed, a match, a match that Kalisto needed to win. Um, no Sinkara, Sinkara's in the back. Um, again, I didn't necessarily... I think we're also going to see the Lucha Dragons break up soon. Good! I want that one-on-one -on -one match with Sin Cara at Mania. That's I, what I, I want. I think I that's another thing that they might do. Because like I brought up last week. First off, they're already going to break attendance record. They're going to break the attendance They're going to lie about it. Oh, yeah, no, but even lied, it's still going to break the actual number from the SummerSlam at Wembley Stadium. Probably. And no, no, it, it, it will. But it's definitely going to be pandered up to over 100,000. Yeah. But the the Luchador versus Luchador, that's going to put a lot of asses and guess what? More fucking promotion because they're going to try and do most yeah. mass war. So that could easily be done. And when you think about it, they were getting a push. Sin Cara got injured. And now Kalisto has a title. Some bitterness. Yeah. But even so, is Kalisto really over? I mean, he comes out with the belt. He has everyone going lucha, lucha. But as a character, I don't see him 
over. Like I, I see, I see the United States belt meaning little because he has it. And that's because Kalisto isn't his own character. The United States belt should really be renamed the Cruiserweight Championship. They, the, they have that pro. The WWE has that a uh, program coming back. Like it's gonna be a, a cruiserweight tournament. I don't know what's coming of that. But the thing is, the only thing the U.S. belt has is the history from before it was in WWE. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm fine with the U.S. belt. Um, but again, his promo work. Kalisto can cut a promo. What he needs is individuality. He again, he mentioned it's like he's like I'm like Rey Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero. It's like no, 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 no. Be Kalisto, because he he's different. He's better than Rey Mysterio. Maybe not better than WCW Rey Mysterio. He's better than WWE Rey Mysterio. You can't say that yet until Kalisto, if he ever gets a heavyweight championship reign or a Royal Rumble win. True. Rey Mysterio is one of the most uh, he he's been one of the most successful luchadors ever. Okay, true. I, I, um, I also do see down the road him in the Hall of Fame. I'm trying to find uh, Ryback's promo because that was absolute garbage. When I say it was garbage, it was. Pure and utter garbage. That backstage promo. He he talks with the monotone, with pauses, in between, every few words he says, talking about superheroes, and the big guy. I mean, Ryback, he really just gets the worst draw every goddamn time. He can be a good heel. I like what his character's doing, and. He can cut a promo. What the fuck was he doing? Even what he was saying. his The words he was saying, the words that were written for him, were not bad. Comparing Kalisto to a superhero like Deadpool or Iron Man, the mask, who can do amazing things but he's smaller, fine. Perfect. Very well written promo, in my opinion. His delivery, terrible. It was awful. It was cringeworthy. And if I had a remote, if I wasn't watching my laptop on the floor, I would have fast forward. Yeah, he doesn't have cable anymore. He has to watch his events on computer. Scrub. Yeah, but it's cheaper. <sighs> but that's. I, but I 100% agree with you. The see, we were talking about a, a full, well-rounded character before. Yeah. That Rymeg is not one of those because no matter how good he's gotten in the ring. Not having the other half, the other stuff you need, is lose, making the whole thing lose all yeah. credibility. Yep. It's it's kind of interesting because Ryback will get booed on his way down to the ring because one, he's a heel, and two, he's Ryback. But then everyone will be chanting, feed me more. It's, <laughs> it's very confusing. His character is confusing. His character is supposedly based off of fucking Terminator. Which is fine. Which, which which is fine, but then like you know, it turned in into like you know, you know, the big guy. I'm hungry. Feed me more. Which again is fine because it got him over and it worked for him and he did it well. But it's now it's just 
fuck Ryback. Just fuck Ryback. I don't need him on my TV screen. I, I, I 100% agree with you. Basically, what we've been saying about the big show for how long now? But, yeah, no, like, I 100% do agree. But you remember how a couple of shows ago we mentioned people who will never fully go over in WWE and might uh, succeed better right. elsewhere. Oh. Like, yeah, I, I think Ryback would be a, a main event player. In... Like, did you did, did you ever watch Lucha Underground the first season? Yeah, I, I, I watched the first season. Okay. Like, Big Rick? Yeah. Like, that would be Ryback anywhere else. And, and rumor has it they might, uh, Lucha Underground might be getting a, a um, deal in with Netflix. Wow. Which would be... That, that would be crazy, because right now, I'm watching the first season of Lucha Underground, I'm like on episode 11 or 12, which Christian would be very happy to hear, um, on my computer. Um, I'm watching it about once, it, two or three every, every week, it, it, but it's, it's amazing. It's like a fucking TV show. Yeah, if Netflix picked up Lucha Underground, holy shit, that would be amazing. Like, it, it, it's... It's actually... I think it's more well-rounded as a product than the WWE except it's obviously not at the Grand summit the summit yeah. where WWE is to reach everywhere but the thing is their storylines are, are phenomenal oh, incredible all all the characters are so different like yeah someone like Sexy Star like King Cuerno uh, obviously Prince Puma Johnny Mundo Big Rick who's now retired um, Dude, Johnny Mundo he needs to be back in the WWE they're all they're all so different, but they're all like I like all of them. Even Chavo for I'm I'm an early season one, so these people aren't here anymore. Forgive me, but they're so unique and different. Even though their ring style, a lot of them are very very similar, this and a lot of the matches are very very similar. One thing I will say about Lucha Underground, they need to slow down. I'm gonna sound like Jr. right now, but they need to slow down. They need to sell. I do understand that, but the one thing I will say, while they are very similar, you do notice, like, when it gets towards the, like, match-ending side of their movesets, as similar as they are, they're that different. Which is crazy, because I still am dumbfounded how fucking people can move that way. Oh, it's ridiculous! Even even the the little guy, I don't know the, his name. The the, the, the the little person, uh, who and he always in white. He he puts on good matches with people twice his size, literally. Um, him and him and like Mil Mortes had a pretty decent match, and Mil Mortes is like a fucking animal who shouldn't be in a match with him, just it, booking it, wise. It, but it, it's a phenomenal product, and it it's actually kind of like the it's starting to establish like the cult following kind of like the movies that don't perform well in the theaters yeah. but then become you know well of movies fight club fight club was terrible in the theaters now it's yeah. it cult it's, classic but the thing is lucha underground is now starting to actually transcend a label like that be they're going to get on whether it be Netflix, if this deal goes through, Hulu or one of the sorts. Somewhere. But it will be available to a larger audience. Yeah. And a large amount of that audience will watch it because of Rey Mysterio. And they'll binge it. And they'll binge it. I I was able to binge it for a season. It, it wasn't easy. 
I was able to binge it for a season, but guess what? I, I never once thought, oh, like, is this episode almost over? Yeah. No, it, it's a phenomenal product, but neither here nor there. I agree with what you said about Kalisto, and I agree with what you're saying about Ryback. That's why I think the the multi-man match for a title should be the United States title. So, it can, uh, you know... As 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 champions, Kevin Owens is a big enough star to carry a match by himself with one other opponent. Kalisto is not. Especially after, you know, uh, he said, he started talking about the road to KO Mania. Yeah. Like, the, the, the... so I think it's going to be the singles program for IC. I think maybe we'll see a uh, multi-man match. Who knows? Maybe you even you could even do the ladder match there. Yeah, it it could be whatever. But uh, Dave, that's enough WWE talk. Let's move over to NXT for a little bit. Um, NXT the past few weeks, I've been I've been watching it, but not like. Um, if, if I if I have this kind of like turn it off early or skip or whatever, I know I'm not missing anything because I already know what's coming. Um, so this two out of three falls match, I watched about like thirty minutes of it. Um, it was it, like it it was. Don't get me wrong, it was a phenomenal two out of three falls match. It yeah. it really was like especially when you think of the most recent two out of three falls match was Caliso Alberto Del Rio, but no like first off it it, it went forever. Yeah, it was the whole show. Yeah, William Regal come came out, cut the promo, and then it was just there was just the match, yeah. and it was great. Honestly, this was great. Um, it, 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 I would like to say it'll be a match of the year candidate for NXT. I don't believe it'll win. No, because it, I, because it's gonna be better matches throughout the rest it, of the it, year. Absolutely. Now, like. Obviously, you know, with that match, moving forward, you have Sami Zayn, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I would like to possibly see a little build-up to that match, except they're not going to debut Nakamura until uh, TakeOver. You're probably going to start seeing video packages soon. Video packages, and I think we might see some promos with Sami Zayn on Raw. And, 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 no, 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 not about Nakamura. Like, I, I, I think he'll bring up Nakamura the same way like whenever it gets close to the takeover. The, the announcement, Michael Cole will. Michael Cole, JBL, like Baron, Baron Saxon will. Sami Zayn will not. But, um, no, like, so we have Sami Zayn, basically, it looks like he's gonna... Have the the match with Nakamura. It's gonna it's gonna be a one and done. So you know it's gonna be one hell of a match. Yeah. Then moving forward, most likely Sami Zayn. Now you have Samoa Joe, which I've been saying for how long now is going to take the title from Balor. Yep. Now now I might actually believe you. Now I have actually believe it. Um, Samoa Joe would be a good person to have that belt, especially with Carl Anderson and uh, Doc Gallows. 
rumored to be coming straight to the main roster. Balor's got to be there with them. And if he doesn't have the belt, even if he does have the belt, um, you can't have one without the other. And I, right now, I, I don't know. I could see Finn Balor in both situations. I could too. Like, it could it could be spun either way. Now, you, we're in agreement that it's looking like Balor's going to lose. Yeah. So, with that being said, with also with all like you know the promotion on uh, social media regarding Bulletproof uh, Balor Club, and they've released merchandise with it. Yep. Like, you could debut the tag team with you know a. A secret fucking person. Similar to the outsiders, except not the big stars. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then boom. You play the fucking you play Ballers music. And then you're then all the time it you're gonna see the demon side of it go down. It'll kinda be like he, he's controlling the demon. And I think you're gonna see more of the leather jackets, the fucking the guns. And then it can be phenomenal. Or the other way, you could see Balor be like, I did everything I uh, could in NXT. And uh, it's time for me to do the same here. And it brought with me some friends. The Fergalheads. The Fergalheads. The Fergalheads. But, I mean, like... The yeah, it, in all seriousness, I could honestly see either of those happening. Uh, the Demon... The demon has to come out in special occasions, yeah, especially, oh, especially when he comes to WWE. I don't want to see the demon every pay per view. I don't want to see a demon every few weeks. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. But like the core, the core four um, pay per views, fine. Yeah, no, I I agree, but like the biggest reason that Finn Balor is not up yet is because the the NXT brand was like too reliant on him because they didn't have those names yet. Yeah, then. Look at like the mo- the names that like they've just brought yeah. in. Yeah, they're they're establishing Baron Corbin, Austin Aries is gonna be a big guy, Samoa Joe is gonna be a big guy, Nakamura is gonna be a big guy. You got Kenta coming back. And, and the thing is, the NXT is no longer being considered like the minor leagues for the WWE. It, it may be associated with WWE, but it it's its own independent yeah. entity. Absolutely. Like, and it's being compared up to Ring of Honor. Pro Wrestling Noah. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. As it should be, absolutely. And the thing is, it it just so happens it bears a WWE name, which in all honesty gives it fucking more legitimacy. Let's talk talk Austin Aries. Um, I heard he was debuting. Oh my god, I was so hyped. I was so pumped. I'm a huge A-double fan. Um, William Weagle announces him. There he is, eating up the crowd, Baron Corbin attacks him. And I was like, really? Didn't even give him a chance to talk? Nothing? This, he attacked him, and that's it. I was a little... I mean, granted, it made it made perfect sense for Baron Corbin to do what it did, but you're cutting a double short because he's so good on the mic. No pun intended. Uh, no, uh, I mean... I kind of expected that to happen because... Obviously, news these days travels fast, so everybody knew that, you know... A double had a signed contract and stuff. 
And the thing is, even with that knowledge being known ahead of time, still brings the numbers in because it's Austin Aries. Yeah. The thing is, like, talk about... Um, do, do you think you'll have a match before uh, the, thing in, the thing in Dallas? Nope. I, I think... Uh, I think now uh, what's going to happen is he will probably start uh, cutting promos to set up him, Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, I think it's at each fucking turn of the... Each fucking turn, it's going to become a physical altercation. Then I think you're going to see some sort of a match stipulation that they could both, uh, you know, strive in. So uh, I don't especially because like the, the the following that Austin Aries has is innumerable. So that that's like they have like multiple aces in the hole for takeover. Yeah. Cuz no nobody will have seen a Nakamura match in WWE yet. No one will have seen an I don't believe no one will have seen an Aries match yet. Yeah, a lot of people. It's going to be an incredible weekend. We've got Saturday, NXT TakeOver. Sunday, WrestleMania. Monday Night Raw. It's going to be an insane oh, wow. weekend. Be watching three days in a row of shows. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. Uh, this is something Vince Russo said on uh, Stone Cold's podcast. WrestleMania is more about the spectacle and less about the card. Vince McMahon and the marketing team and the, and the production and everything, um, PR, has turned WrestleMania into the Super Bowl. Oh, and it's actually ironic because WWE was saying that they wanted to do Mania at Dallas Cowboys New Stadium. It was known as Cowboys Stadium and then it, a year or two ago, became AT&T Stadium. Yep. But while it was being built because he wanted to make it like the Super Bowl then look where it was this year it was at Levi Stadium where the Super Bowl was where, where, yeah. where the Super Bowl was and the thing is if you then the year before it Dome. was it was in the Superdome the year before was in New York MetLife Met all stadiums that hosted the Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl. Yeah. So, it's real. It's kind of funny. I think we're gonna expect to see a. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll I'll finish my uh I'll finish my point. Then we'll uh we'll have to put best of the rest uh, off till next week. We have to deal with something, but I think we're gonna start seeing the uh, Super Bowl and WrestleMania basically following a same loop schedule of. What's um yeah of where it's being held? All right, but, uh, we got we got something going on. Um, if we can't finish this later, best rest coming up. If not, we'll see you all next week. I'll play the intro, outro, the music, and everything when we get back. But don't, don't we'll worry. see. All right, this episode of the King's Wings podcast uh, will have to be put on hold until next week. Uh, emergency kind of popped up. No harm, no foul. So, we're the kings of the rings. And we'll see you next week.